0: Welcome, gamers, to Basement Arcade Pause Menu, the show where we hit pause on the game, sit back, and just chill. I'm Ben Magnet, and I'm of course joined by Brandon T. McClure.
1: Ben, this is quite the facelift.
0: Isn't it? I I think this is an upgrade. I think I think overall, vocally, face-wise, an improvement. No, of course I am... If you're listening to this on the audio side, I am Sparks Witty. We've taken the show away from Ben because Ben didn't play this game.
1: Um, He still hasn't, has
0: he? He still has not. Um, (laughs) uh, We are talking today about the Miles Morales uh, PlayStation Spider-Man game, the follow-up to the Spider-Man PlayStation game that we talked about uh, recently-ish, a year ago, right? I think it was more than a year ago. Was it really? Well, sometime within the recent history of pause menu. We (laughs) talked about the Spider-Man game and uh, that was late. And this is late. And this is late because, um, well, life. And then also because uh, we were waiting for people to play the game. In this case, it was me. I refused to play the game until I had a PlayStation 5 to play it on. Um,
1: I don't regret that decision. I stand by it. I mean, I replayed it on the PlayStation 5. Uh, It's very fun. Yeah, I, I didn't
0: i wanted my first experience to be there uh so i held out that was actually still a long time ago and then it was just like coordinating and yeah. uh, ultimately we were originally gonna have ryan on it and and we lost ryan because ryan uh doesn't doesn't think there's much value in talking about a game he hasn't touched in a while which i understand mm-hmm. um so we're going to we're going to do do the talking about this miles morales game which i'm not throwing ryan under the bus ryan says this is like spider-man 1.5 i would call it more like spider-man 1.8 i think there's a little bit more meat on the bones to the game than that um but i also understand why he's saying so like this is not this is not the full venture that the uh first spider-man was in in terms of like length and content but i would argue is just as uh equal in emotional value
1: yeah i mean this is um this was meant to be in a dlc right be- before they decided to make it a, its own game and i think that was probably smart i think kind of you're you're changing the engine a bit you're making miles a little bit less uh fluid than peter not by much but you are um you're giving different powers it was smart to just kind of like Ground up, this is a different game. We're not going to add this to the Spider-Man game. But it's not as lengthy. But I think it still packs a pretty good punch.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I think that... um I think by the nature of it being able to tell a tighter story, they made sure that all of the things related to Miles' character are, are relevant. I also think that it benefits from being slightly smaller scale, right, Mm -hmm. that I can believe this is a story where Peter Parker doesn't feel like he has to get involved.
1: Yeah. I mean, and there's even times where you're swinging around and Peter will call you and he'd be like, hey, do I need to come back? And I was like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. Right. And
0: I feel like it's just convincingly on the down low enough that Peter wouldn't make that decision without Miles. Yeah. Uh, Right. Like anything slightly more up going on in the city like Peter's got to come back
1: yeah I mean if this was like another sinister six I think Peter would definitely be like okay yeah I'm coming back right like if
0: you're if what you're saying is like Peter's on vacation and then Peter's like oh that's really really serious I need to get back into town or like oh taking place over a slightly longer period of time mm-hmm. and he's seeing that things are ramping up in the city like I, I think it allows them the very valid excuse of Peter trusting Miles yeah yeah and of course it does escalate to a like pretty catastrophic situation, but that's only right at the very end. And so it's like, it, it's properly, properly paced out. Yeah. I think they, I think you can see I, where the, oh, go ahead. I would make an argument that when miles mom is at the uh, speech and it gets attacked that that goes, I know Peter's still like, that's around a moment where Peter does a call in and he's like, miles, everything. Okay. And miles is like, yeah, 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 it's fine. I'd be like, as Peter, I'd be like, I don't know. I feel like Morales at public events are always a little dangerous after what happened with his dad. So yeah. maybe I come back anyway. But <laughs> that's the only moment in the movie where I'm like, I don't know, Peter, I think I might. might, I might come back after his mom was at one public event that went sour.
1: I think that this is you can kind of see the DLC in this a little bit uh, in the beginning specifically with because um, it, it bounces off of the Silver Sable, which is the last DLC that did. Yeah. Um, where they're just like you know hey we're going to go to Silver Sable's com- country now Mary Jane and I are going to go and we're kind of like you know we don't really know what we are anymore so we still get a hint of like their relationship and like the reason why they're doing this is because that because of what happened at the end of that Silver Sable DLC so you do you you don't you do kind of like bounce from there to there um which I thought was a nice little through line it creates a nice little momentum for the series
0: sure i agree with that yeah, um, I I think that the way we get to know Miles world is better this way than through a DLC chapter,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. we actually spend time with his mom, Gank, uh, his uncle, um, which I really love yeah. his uncle's inclusion.
1: I was surprised uh, that he was included in this, actually. I thought he'd be something for like Spider-Man 2. Honestly,
0: when he first showed up, I thought. I for for like very a very small amount of time I was like oh is he like maybe he's not the prowler yeah like maybe maybe he's just an estranged uncle maybe maybe like had crime stuff but like not not the prowler not yet and then they went like full yeah 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 and then they went like full-blown like no he's the prowler and I'm like oh okay okay yeah not that I'm against that I just like the way they introduced it I thought was very like organic I think it benefited from like not having not having thrown the prowler in our face before.
1: Yeah, I think so. You have this thing where it's like uh, Aaron, right, Uncle Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. He's like, yeah. Um, I'm going to teach you how um, we like how what happened to me and your father. We're we're gonna sh- I'm gonna show you what happened through these musical um, recordings that they would do, and I thought that was a really fun inclusion. And that, I know that we're we're introduced to the Prowler in that the beginning of that one, but it's like it's cool to be like, oh, the reason why Jefferson and Aaron split was because of the Prowler.
0: Right. Uh that is one of my favorite bullshit quest lines yeah. in, in these games. Uh because um obviously I say bullshit because like, you know, it's it's there to it's there to just give you more content, make you go, go do things. They're fetch quests. Mm-hmm. Um but the way that it's informing not just on on Aaron's relationship with Miles' father but on Aaron's view of morality and what his relationship with Miles is now because of him asking him to go get these samplings yeah is so well integrated uh that it it's it's like it's one of those where I'm like, I want to go find this. I want mm-hmm. to hear what Aaron has to say. I want to hear what this thing is and yeah, doing it through like music sample stuff was just a cool idea. And the way you got to find the sound.
1: Yeah, because it connect it connects to Miles, who is who is interested in making that kind of music um, through that way. And it creates the the turn when Aaron like tries to take Miles out of the equation not like kill him but like try to keep him away from what's happening it create it creates more drama for that like you understand where Aaron is coming from because you've got all that context it yeah. informs it in an interesting way
0: yeah i think they do a really good job of making everything you do feel like it's miles doing it not peter doing it yeah so that it really feels like this this kind of quest belongs to miles not yeah. to peter um, speaking of, let's talk about how they integrate his uh his electric shock type powers.
1: Really like it.
0: Yeah, I think they it's do a, a good of job of him him slowly uncovering it, slowly finding the ways to work it into the combos. It's it's nice because it makes it so that you're playing a game that's very much like like the first Spider-Man, like an origin game, and you're unlocking abilities, but it it really works into the narrative how you're building those abilities uh everything about it is such an a, an organic introduction i think that's one of the lovely things about this game is that you could play this and not play the original spider-man sure yeah and like you you get like grooved back into into the system it's not expecting you to know things for the gameplay uh it just takes you on through it it's almost in some ways a, an even better introduction gameplay wise
1: yeah because you kind of have this thing where it's like if this was the DLC like then people wouldn't necessarily come to this but you can come to this without having played Spider-Man and you can experience just a completely different story. Um and if you know anything about Spider-Man then that's really it. You're first introduced to his venom blast through um the fight with Rhino. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like Peter is down and out and and then all of a sudden you've got this sort this big surge of power and that you're right that's such a that's such a good way to kind of show that miles is different from Peter that it has a different gameplay mechanic than Peter. Um, and that he can take, you know, I mean, Peter can't take Rhino in a fist fight one-to-one but miles can.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's a, the, the differentiation is really good. God, that opening sequence is so good.
1: When are you going through the mall? Yeah. yeah Just awesome. the
0: whole, the whole opening, uh, action piece of uh taking on rhino uh as peter and and miles go together is just so good um it's one of those things where a lot of the game is good a lot of the game is good you're always kind of chasing the high of the opening sequences mm-hmm. just because they do such a uh it, i i get why like it's always like there's they're getting you into the game right away Uh, this this is, this true of the previous Spider-Man, like the whole thing going after Fisk, like it just feels good to be going through the narrative and taking those things down. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, not that the, to say that the game doesn't like achieve that high again, but that's like the high you're always chasing. It's like, Oh yeah, let me get, let me get into the chase. Let me get into the narrative. Um, there's something about like the, the tension of those moments that, uh, only come like once or twice again in the game. That's fine. They should be paced out, but like you, those moments are so, so good.
1: And it keeps you. It keeps you going. It keeps you wanting to do side quests. It keeps you wanting to do them because you never know what's going to turn into what. What's going to turn into the next kind of big set piece? Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, there's the scene. Sorry, there's the scene. We we finally get to see, we finally get to see Jay Jonah Jameson, briefly in the opening, when Rhino bursts yes. through his his office and you just see him in a Santa suit and he's like, "Oh, Spider Man." I
0: genuinely forgot about that, but I I know what you're talking about now. That that's very good. Um, I don't even think I took a note about that, but good good pull. There's a
1: few there's a few JJ Jameson bits that I like um, in this because you have the you have the ability to and I didn't realize you had this in the first spider in the first Spider-Man game, but you have the ability to turn him off. Like you don't need to listen to him, but in the narrative, Miles also listens to another podcast danica yes um and so you have these two kind of podcast narratives going through that i really like and it's in the credits of this one where i believe yeah okay i'm remembering now it's the it's it's j jonah has put in a request to get like a burrito or a pizza in the Spider-Man app because this game has a mechanic where you can do you can do the app and you can find quests like that through the app. And he's like, I put in this thing and Spider-Man's not gonna no test too small, blah blah. And then you hear Miles show up with the thing and was like, thanks, Jonah, bye. Yeah. And that was a fun
0: bit. It's good. Um, I think that they use those podcast bits very well. I think they do a good gag of uh acknowledging pretty early on that Miles thinks of jameson's podcast as toxic he's like i don't understand why peter has to listen to this all the time yeah which is like your cue is not as as the person playing the game that's like you know if you want to turn this off it's fine yeah um uh because it's really peter's thing it's peter's thing because he's you know masochistic and he wants to hear jameson shit talking spider-man um yeah whereas miles as a character like what is the character trait realistically like obviously i left the jameson stuff on because i wanted to hear it Mm -hmm. um but the reality is like miles should just turn that shit off that's what miles would do
1: miles wouldn't even give it the time of day that's why that's why the danica podcast is so cool because he's just like oh let's find something else to listen to oh this sounds cool and that danica is basically the, the the entire opposite of jameson and that's exactly the kind of thing that miles would want to listen to right exactly and then um, they, but it, I mean I left it on too because like you get the two of them, they the two podcasts intersect. Yes. And like so Danica and Jameson would have like a crossover. Yes. Um, so
0: if you lived in the the wonderful old world where we got to keep the original Peter face on the previous Spider-Man game, you no longer get to live in that world anymore. No you in don't. this game. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate that face so much. It doesn't it, match his voice.
1: No, it really doesn't. It it's like, no offense to Yuri Lowenthal, he's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen tons of his of his voice acting work. It's an ugly voice. Like no offense to him, but like that face works for that voice. This face doesn't. This face is too young. It's too pretty. I don't even think it's it's necessarily that
0: it's ugly. It's just it sounds older than this. This baby face looks. I understand that they're trying to convey that this Spider-Man is younger than we anticipated, but I'm also like, but the Spider-Man has been going for a while. Like, I don't think it was a problem that we viewed him as older, especially compared to miles. Yeah. He just looks too young for the voice. The face model looks too young for, for Yuri's voice.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, I know that the developers are like, we all interpreted Peter as like 28, maybe 30, but like the developers are like, no, he's supposed to be like 23. And like, that's why they changed the face. And like, I, I mean, 23-year-olds who get beat up all the time could look really shitty. But it's but it's also more than that. Like it
0: feels just so much more like we just want to look like Tom Holland. And I hate to say that, but like it's not like they took the original face and de-aged it a few years. No. That's not what it looks like. They just scrubbed on a whole new face that frankly looks more Tom Holland adjacent than the previous face. And I I just thought the previous face already worked and this one doesn't like every time he's talking i'm just like please just put on the mask i don't want to look at your face anymore <laughs> oh yeah when, we, when he's got the mask on like i'm totally fine oh like, I don't fine. Even... yeah it's not a problem with the voice it's it's because i never had a problem with the voice it's this new baby face that i'm like no this is not the face that matches this voice
1: did you know that yuri lowenthal was the spider was spider-man in the amazing spider-man game
0: yeah yes. yeah um Overall, I think that they have incredible cinematic moments throughout the game with music and framing and and how they do things. They're they're bringing their a game from the previous Spider-Man to this one. Uh, this was not just like a uh, you know cash grab. They they put the hard work into this.
1: Yeah, uh, I game. I agree. Um, you get a lot of you get a lot of um, love put into this and like not just like the cinematic moments which are always great but like in the city itself specifically harlem where miles has just moved and so it's like he's the friendly he's trying to be the friendly neighborhood spider-man but the but the neighborhood's not crazy about this new spider-man and throughout the story you get to uh, you get to see how the city you feel how the city is changing in favor of miles Mm mm-hmm how they're starting to love him more and i think that that shows a lot of how the developers really wanted to really wanted to just kind of drive home the fact that they also really love miles morales and they really wanted to showcase what's so cool about that character and i kind of felt the same way about that playing this game as it did with into the spider verse right where it's like These two narratives that are very different clearly love this character of Miles Morales and really want to show you why that character is really cool.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, To to your point, I think they do a very good job of taking the same mechanics that exist in the previous game, but they still feel like new and fresh Uh, web slinging doesn't feel you're doing the same thing, but it feels different going through Miles.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel quite as refined.
0: Yeah, and that's okay because it shouldn't um and the combat all the combat choices feel very very unique and different to
1: miles um it right it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like we've slapped on a Miles skin over a peter body and that's what was really exciting to me you know I, i looked at um for comparison arkham origins um Arkham origins is basically a clone of Arkham city to the point that they just kind of slowed down the combat to be like it's origin, but they don't really, they don't do that here. They don't slow down the combat. They don't slow down the web swinging. They kind of make the web swi- swinging look a little bit more flaily as he's going. And the combat is still fluid, but it's fluid and specifically miles is directions. It's specific to miles.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, I think they do a great job of that. uh, uh- the way that you uncover how to do things. Um, the training segments with hologram Peter, I thought mm-hmm. was very creative. Um
1: the vulture one's very funny when he's just like, and I then really a second loved,
0: vulture. I really love the uh finale of doing all the hologram peter trainings that it takes you to your his first day at university, his fight with the vulture. It's a mm-hmm. little bit of his history that he's recreating. I thought that was very cute. Um, yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we get to know Peter throughout. We get to know a little bit about Peter as well, kind of. And, get, the first get, game.
0: and like the the dialogue is not Vulture. The dialogue is Peter's interpretation of Vulture, so it's yeah. like
1: really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I and
0: thought that the, was very funny
1: when he's just like, and then all of a sudden, the second Vulture. Actually, this might not have happened, but it felt like there were two Vultures. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that was really good.
1: Oh, there's um, a subplot where Fisk is like Fisk has a subplot, right? It's the um. There's a, a a a mafia around, not the Tinkerers people, but it's someone it's someone else uh, trying to take over places in Harlem, um, and then and just around New York City. And then you have this thing where it's like you kind of go into this garage, and then it's like, who's been doing all this? Oh, it's Fisk from prison.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. You get you get the reveal of him on a screen. I'm trying to remember exactly who did that. Maybe I have it
1: in my notes somewhere here. It has I'm been a little sure while since we played Fisk. this. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was excited to see that character come back. <laughs> I
0: just passed the note. Um, the vulture challenges, uh, metaphorical twin brother vulture. <laughs> That's how Peter refers to him. It's
1: it's a really good moment.
0: Um in general, there's just a lot of great um side missions in this one that, that you didn't get before, things like the lost cat or um uh, clearing ice off a crane with the web shooters.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I, I talked. To, I alluded to before with like the app, which I really, I really enjoyed. With this, it's like you got the Spider Man app, a friendly neighborhood app, and people can ask for help. And the bodega guy who doesn't like Peter, who doesn't like Miles, he's like, no, 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 Spider Man's my boy. Um, and he's like, I don't care for this new Spider Man. And then you get this, like, you know, hey, my cat's missing, um, right. which is a great suit that you can play with the cat. It's awesome.
0: Yes. Uh I think that's really cool. Um I think like uh, uh going back to like breaking the crane out of the ice like the the weather stuff, um yeah. the day and night and weather variety of this game gives it a lot more well I said the word variety. Um mm-hmm. it gives it a lot more of a dynamic range than the first game had just because they're playing with so many different elements. And it's yeah. really nice. It's a really nice experience because it feels it feels different and it feels good.
1: Yeah, it feels kind of Christmassy. Obviously, it's meant to. But like with the suits having being able to play with that, like there's the one suit that you get from the deaf, like from the deaf girl, which I really liked her. I really liked Haley. Character. Haley. Haley. So I
0: did. I did find the note. It's the side mission chain with her that leads to the Fisk reveal. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes. And she she gives you the scarf and beanie after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, fun fact that forced me out of my hooded skin um to put it on. Uh because up to the... that point I've been doing I'd been doing the one with the
1: hood. Oh sure. Uh,
0: for a while. Cause I was like, it's winter. He has a hood. Um, <laughs> wait, is that the then... one with
1: the is that the one is that the um the the end, the Miles Morales the end suit where it's got like the shorts? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh
0: but uh because I got to that point, uh you get the the, the scarf and beanie, and so it's like you know, in cutscenes, you're usually in the hooded one mm-hmm. uh, because he puts it on for for her for that moment. Uh, it forced me back into the <laughs> regular <laughs> suit because it's like, no, 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 you can't do <laughs> scarf and BB. We're not putting it over the hood. It's gonna look stupid. Um, they do a good job of of maintaining whatever you decide throughout the narrative for the most I, part.
1: I agree. Um, I kept the um, I kept the Into the Spider Verse suit on all the time yeah that was my favorite one i just i only not like recently because it's been a while since i played the game but like i i kind of just found out there was a into the spider verse suit for peter b parker in spider-man mm. and i didn't know that but it doesn't come with the um with the, the animation the animation mm-hmm. um that's the miles morales thing and i was like yeah that's that's really fun no it <laughs> is fun
0: um i really enjoy it i only spent i think excuse me i think i only spent one one small section of side missions doing it while i was playing the narrative game and then i pretty much saved the spider verse suit for post game um, post narrative uh because that's me and i i try to i like to keep within a certain amount of my own bubble of like narrative stuff when i'm doing it of like this is this is how he would why he would change the costume here. And this Mm -hmm. is what he'd be doing here and that kind of thing. And, and like, I like to keep locked into that. And so I was like, Verse versus fun. That's cool. It's its own thing. I'm going to mess with that later. Um, Yeah. That's how, that's how I play games.
1: Actually, I kind of feel the same way. Like oftentimes I like to stay in the suit. If I'm doing like narrative stuff, I like to stay in the narrative suit because that's the one that, that the narrative mostly is built to interact with. And a cool thing about what this game does is that, all of the uh, suits, except for the the scarf bit, um, interact uh, the same way narratively. Right. So, like, right. for example, if you're in the Rocks on place and you're like absorbing all the energy and it explodes out of you, you get you still get that orange color in in his chest for every suit that you're in.
0: Right. Yeah, and that's that's very much where like I just don't want to I don't want to look at the Spider Verse suit while I'm doing it, so I mm-hmm. keep in the yeah yeah that's that's me that's how I play. Uh, I'm a dork, um, <laughs> but that—that's—but I'm glad that it encourages like any any of that dynamic type of play. Um, the friendly neighborhood app that Gank creates is really cool. I think it's a good way to in to include the side mission stuff. I think that's really fun. I think they'll have a hard time going backwards uh, without it. Even if you're playing as Peter, I feel like Peter just also has to use that app now. I do too. I think that's—I think it's a mechanic for the next game it feels like it has to be it feels like it'd be a step backward yeah to not use it and it wouldn't make narrative sense like if peter finds out that miles has this why wouldn't peter also hop on to answer things it'd even be cool if like you're seeing like more than you could possibly answer and yeah. there are some that are meant to pop up and say miles did this like the app gets sophisticated enough so peter mm-hmm. can see miles miles got this one and yeah check on through i i hope that they do something like that because i don't want to see that mechanic go away just because we're going to be Bouncing between the two Spider-Man.
1: I agree because the thing that I really like about that App is that it you know it's really Fun swinging around it's re- mm-hmm. it Like I really love the swinging mechanic In both of these games and What the app allows me to do is, is to help The average person And I think that's kind of what the what the First game was missing was that ne- Not necessarily that you didn't do that but you kind of Had to find them right sure. you just kind of Were swinging around and they were and, and you found Them but here there's a deliberate moment where you can just be like, you know what? I'm just going to go help people. And you just kind of go through that list and there's constantly things to do. And I think that's really a really good mechanic that I'd hate to, I'd hate to lose.
0: Yeah. I really, I really can't see them backtracking off of it. I can see them altering it or improving it, yeah. but not abandoning it. Um, it just, it it wouldn't make sense narratively to me. Um, and it certainly wouldn't make sense mechanically to back away from that idea. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, really like the rogue helicopter missions that come up. I think. Oh, the ones where they're there where they get hacked. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think those are fun. I thought those were really cool. New, new feeling things. Cause like, and it's fine. There's an amount of like, you know, you're, you're fighting new enemies. Um, We got the tinkers gang and all that. Uh, You're fighting these new enemies, but they're still, I landed on this roof. God beat up these guys. Yeah. Uh, there's still a decent amount of that and that's fine um but I'm glad that there were things like the the helicopter missions new yeah. new enemy type encounters that felt really really different and new there's
1: there there is a new there's a new thing that I didn't care for which was the I don't like Roxon's guys I okay. I wasn't crazy about their about Roxon's paramilitary troop and then when you just had like in the middle of the street, Roxanne's guys fighting the tinkers guys. And it's just, you got to take out both of them. I found that to be a bit more laborious than I wanted it to be. Hmm.
0: I don't know if I felt that way, but I can, I can appreciate it. It felt like it was just the next step of like fighting the sables Mm -hmm. team. And when they were fighting like criminals at the same time, like uh hammerheads group or whatever. Yeah. Um, Sorry, not Hammerhead. Um, um what's his name? Mr. Negative. No, no, I'm thinking of the DLC. Um. Oh. Uh, Tombstone? Yes, Tombstone. Thank you. Tombstone's men are fighting Sables group uh in the city, and you got you show up, you gotta take them both out. Sure. Um, so it, it kind of reminded me of that. Uh it I I hear you. I felt like those moments weren't in it enough to be a problem. Mm-hmm. I think what is becoming like. All right, so the city's just like, OK, with paramilitary groups just coming in and handling things, I guess. A
1: lot of paramilitary groups.
0: It's a big thing with this game where like they really just had to back all the way off of cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tried to put cops in this as little as possible. <laughs> they really tried. Because this was post all that. They were like, eh. but it was like in development while it was happening. And they're like, I mean, I know Miles' dad was a cop. I think we maybe need to back all the way up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then you get I think things it's gonna
0: be something they're going to struggle with going forward.
1: I do too, because you got you still like you're so cop friendly in the original. It, but like even like Spider-Man is cop friendly in general. It's like it's kind of the same problem that Batman falls into. Right. For the sure. Batman like fell into this issue because like you know, Batman works with cops like the like the good ones, not the corrupt ones. But so does I Spider-Man.
0: Mean, yeah, this is well, this is always a thing with like miles miles dad being a cop yeah you know now uh is hmm uh mm-hmm. but i i do mean like just specifically for analyzing the games like the first fireman game you have many missions where like you're doing a thing and you go and you meet up with like a cop guy to give you information about felicia or to to land on a roof and deliver some some criminal stuff or whatever like you're constantly checking in with the police and they really went like miles isn't gonna check in with the police as much guys <laughs> so, yeah. Don't worry about it. Miles is going to check in with the police uh, as much because they're they're very good altruistic cops. And, it's it, you know, there there's just not going to be the Spider-Man story in these games. That's like, w- what if the cops aren't so good?
1: Yeah, I mean, happen. and you kind of have a little bit of an analogy when it comes to like, you know, because Miles has just moved into Harlem and they're like, yeah, superheroes don't come up this way. You know, kind of like saying, like you know, cops don't come up this way. Like, we're just kind of left to our own devices, and like, and like Miles is like, "Well, I'll be the Spider Man for Harlem," and like that's yeah. kind of what what that what that is kind of meant to convey is is a little bit of that anti cop kind of ideal, but they're never really going to dive into it, right? Like ever,
0: right? And I mean, like you know, they'll constantly keep the the one thing about this game that 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 like it's fine i'm i'm already prepared for it with the next one is that you know we're going to keep getting those paramilitary groups yeah they're never going to be the police they're always going to be like that man what if like this really intense like had all the money for these resources and like harass the public with their power people were running around new york city and we had to deal with them all the time but don't worry they're not the cops
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's something else That's the same thing that I always hated about that. I started hating about Batman, right? Like Batman did an event recently called fear state that I just couldn't give a shit about because it was just another paramilitary group came to Gotham. And it's like, I, what are we doing with these privatized militaries coming into these cities just to harass a superhero? This is illegal.
0: I think, I think that's, Uh, a valid point i think batman always plays in slightly a better range for this only because batman comes from the angle that like most cops suck Mm -hmm. uh most of the time just because gotham is bad and so for gotham to be so bad most of the like regardless of the fact that it wasn't trying to say anything necessarily about (laughs) like the police force in general like it's saying gotham's cops have to be bad for the city to be this bad so those cops are bad but at least we can acknowledge those most of those cops are bad um so that they leave themselves open to that kind of stuff here in these games. Like we're probably going to get a different type of paramilitary group in the next one. I will be genuinely pleasantly surprised and shocked if we don't, but we probably will. Uh, and they won't be the police. they will be something else. Um, because, who? because who could, they will, who could they be? <laughs> to, the the roxon and sable people have gotten tinker technology and they've merged
1: oh they'll kill me now
0: <laughs> um but i mean like that's that's you know that is their answer to it is that we're yeah. saying like these are like out of control cops but don't worry they're not cops but
1: but but they act like they're a... not <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i agree yeah all right all right i hear you <laughs> uh we oh, talked yeah. about Tinkerers people though
0: no we haven't um, I I really like Finn uh, I like that there's uh, uh, This connection built up between Her, her and Miles um, I think they do a pretty good job With bringing it in That they have this vendetta against Roxxon Is like It does feel a little like This all happened very quickly
1: mm-hmm. But I accept it Yeah we don't really have the real estate To dive into that But I really do appreciate There's a few flashbacks Like the um, time capsule,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know. I think the time capsule are are another fun shorthand that gets you um, to learn more about Finn and about the about what happened. So, like, you have uh, it was Finn's brother, right, who died. Yes. In Roxon, and so like you get you get that with a flashback, and then you get more flashbacks when you're in the when you're in the science center that definitely did not exist in that first game. You, um, it, you know the one that's
0: just on the water for some reason. It was obviously still there in the first game.
1: Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> With when there's the flashback where they're just like, Yeah, when we were kids, and then there's there's like Osborne, there's like um uh, Peter and Otto. Yeah, Otto. And I, like I thought that was a cool flashback, but I was like, yeah, this this was not in the first game. <laughs> that was cute, but I was watching it
0: and I was like, Oh man, there's Otto and some random baby faced child. That's weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's a really good point because I had forgotten about the new face when I was playing. I was like, "Oh right, that's Peter." Right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I did. I did. Like, the time that scene came up, I
1: was like, "Who
0: the f-? Oh, <laughs> oh
1: oh oh?" It's cool that they got Otto somehow somewhere though. I really liked the Otto relationship from the first game, so it was kind of nice to.
0: Oh yeah, it's cute. It's a cute. Yeah. It's a cute nod. Little on the nose. It's a cute nod.
1: Yeah, I really did like uh, going through that. I know I, I joke about the Science Center thing. Like, I don't mind that we'll just retcon that's always been there. Um, but, like, Brandon, I like it.
0: It has always been there.
1: Oh, you're right. We just
0: <laughs> couldn't go in it in the first game.
1: We just couldn't see it either. It was just invisible.
0: You just got to believe that it's there and then you can see it.
1: Right, of course. But I did like it's going so cool. through. And seeing all the uh, exhibits And being able to play with some of the exhibits And how Finn and Miles were able to use One of the exhibits to help them get to their project uh, All that was was really fun
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of good puzzle stuff In general in this game um, The I like the new um, Send a web to a node attach, attach it to another node Find the path to mm. move power I yeah. think that's a good puzzle I think they do they do a lot of uh good stuff with that. I was going to say I passed one of my notes and we were talking about the cop representation. They really ramped up and I thought it was nice. The excuse me, EMT and firefighter. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh representation. So there's a lot more interaction with uh uh EMTs and oh, yeah. firefighters for your missions and I thought that was cool. Like they were like, okay, we're going to pull back on the cops, so let's put more not so problematic groups <laughs> representing. And that actually made for like Different interactions, which I thought was cool.
1: Yeah, I agree. I thought that was that was neat too. Um, going back to the Tinkerer, yes, I would like that they made the Tinkerer Finn. Yeah, for the most I part, like, I I like that we that we get a personal relationship between the hero and villain, not just the same relationship that like Otto and Peter had, but it's, like something that like they were. They have the same goals, but they went on two completely different paths. Right. But I still think you run into an issue that we've talked about before. Like to the extreme of like Flag Smasher, where it's like, well, it's got to do a murder. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
0: Um, (laughs) Yes. That's my problem. Um, I really love all the Finn stuff up to a point. Yeah. Um, And I... Think I, i'm pretty confident i have a note about it hold on um not sure the path to finn being completely unreachable was earned yeah uh, the way that that she drives herself away from miles i'm like this feels like i'm a bad guy because i have to because like because like it's under it's it's reasonable She's doing something good to fight something bad, even if she's doing it maybe maybe in morally gray ways. Mm-hmm. But most of what the Tinkerer's groups are doing is hacking and like things that are only hurting on specifically, mm-hmm. mostly. And then she finds out that Miles is Spider-Man. And rather than that being able to change her mind at all or make her rethink her approach or anything like that, she just goes full-blown, Uh no, f it all f it f it f it gonna whatever stops rocks on f it and i'm like "Ah, that's just that doesn't feel real to the flashback relationship we're getting developed between
1: her and miles that this is how she would be and the thing is when you get to the point where she's smart she's a very intelligent person she's just as smart as miles smarter even when she's presented with evidence, hey, if you do this, it's going to wipe out not just all of Harlem, but a good chunk of this city. Yeah. And she's like, No, I don't care. Or she well, she doesn't say I don't care, but she says, No, it won't. I've I've planned this already, and blah blah blah. The she's she's she wants like the writers wanted her to be Killmonger, which is a villain that is on this on the separate path that actually does change the hero. But you end up getting her more in the flag smasher area. Because, but, but it doesn't quite get there. It doesn't, it doesn't quite work in either space. And then you have, but you do have the good uh, ending where she sacrifices herself.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's cool. But also like you sit there and you're like, that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have had to happen. And it, it, it does go against, I think that's the thing, is like the finale of it does go against all the character stuff you've been building with her that makes her like a connection. I think there was a way to tell a tragic story without doing that. And the and the thing is that like ultimately it's that while Roxon is bad and Krieger is wonderfully gross and a bad mm-hmm. person and even brings out the Rhino again which is cool the Roxon Rhino mm-hmm. uh, Krieger's not allowed to be the true villain they still make Finn the villain for this yes. game and that shouldn't have happened Finn should not have been the true villain of the game once you get to the end
1: yeah. That's, that's really cool. what
0: it comes down to. Like, they should have been willing to let go of that idea. Like, she can still sacrifice herself for Miles, all this other kind of... But, like, it should have been Krieger. It should have been Krieger and the Rhino um, as your, like, final confrontation big villains.
1: Yeah, I uh, agree.
0: And, and Finn should not have been the person who had to carry the weight of the main villain for the game. Because when you get to the end of it, like, that, that just forces bad character stuff to happen to her
1: yeah and it just again you just kind of go to i don't want to have to feel like when i'm playing this game that when miles is yelling hey if you do this half of new york city is going to be destroyed and she says no i don't want to be looking at her being like you're you're just an idiot right Right, because like I don't think that I don't think that way before now. Like I I, I watch this character and I'm like I see the path he went down on. I see why you're so motivated to destroy rocks on, and I'm with you. I have sympathy for this, and I feel like there is the place where like Miles can relate to her and 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 try to try to find a, a way back. Mm-hmm. But you're right. As soon as she finds out that Miles is Spider Man, that path is completely closed off, and it doesn't feel earned. Right, like she just the distrust because
0: Miles didn't tell her. And I'm like, Miles told you like when he needed to, he told you. Yeah, he worked his way. Like, like what? What he didn't need to tell you before. <laughs> I do like that reveal the. Um, uh, She's going to kill him mm-hmm. or whatever. And he pulled he like uh says. My mom would be very upset if you do that and pulls off the mask. Yeah. And that's how Finn finds out. I thought that was very
1: good. That's a good chase. There's some good... There's some good um, Tinkerer action beats that I, that create a lot of interesting stuff. Like, there's the bridge, obviously, which is really great. Um, mm-hmm. The bridge sequence is, is I think, my favorite in the game. Um, And then there's the chase that you're talking about. And I, I do really like... Okay, this is going to sound weird. So I personally do not like the way nanotechnology is being used in media right now. I think it is a really horrible crutch that is creating this weird magic technology that just kind of makes things appear out of nowhere. But I think the tinkerer stuff is really when it's like fully formed, I think it's really colorful and unique in its design. And I, I, and, and that kind of way I really enjoy it because it creates these Especially in like the action set pieces like the chase, it creates these really interesting colors and this really nice dynamic with with how the gameplay works.
0: Yeah, I think I'm always slightly more accepting of it in video games. Sure. Just in general, like I'm I'm like the, the different demands, I guess, mm-hmm. of of the medium. Um, I agree, though. I, I think it. I think it makes it look they make it look cool. They make it yeah. look uh, different and stylish.
1: Yeah, there's like the 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 rocks weapons are all really unique and something I've never I haven't really seen before in in (laughs) anything. It creates this idea that not only did a scientific genius create these, but also a creative mind.
0: Yeah. And just like the the colors that you were bringing up, like that they bring to the game, like rocks, the rocks have the reds and the yellows. The Mm -hmm. the Tinkers have the purples. The purples are really just really nice. They're very nice and different. And all this clashes against Miles yellow that he brings with his his venom strikes
1: yeah and i think there's a lot of really interesting color in this game that wasn't necessarily needed in the first game because there are colors in, in the first game but i think this game was able to play with them in a really interesting and dynamic way yeah um
0: i i made this note because we were ta- we're kind of talking around the same vicinity um the, mm-hmm. the battle against uh rocks on rhino uh with finn where finn is teaming with miles and doing it i'm like this is the end this is it this is the finale of the game because now we have finn working with miles fighting the real villain yeah like like the the weapon of the real villain and they've talked
1: they've talked and they've kind of like gotten to a point of of mutual respect again
0: and i'm like if they just made all of this section a little more robust this is it like this is the this is the climactic battle of the game um but no, it had to be it had to be that Finn <clears throat> leaves, even though there's like there's really good development done in that scene that leads to her beating Miles.
1: Yeah, I was think I was going to say that, like, in the scene when they like, when they like are escaping the rocks on lab and they're always talking to each other and they're uh, all the dialogue is is just about like, how could you do this? What would you do? And they're, like, they're explaining each other's point of views and they're finding the mutual ground. It. it, it It all leads to a place that the story all of a sudden tells you. Never mind.
0: Yeah, uh, that's that's the problem is that, like, I think the development there is done well. And Finn attacking Miles there works for me. It's that when they next meet and Miles, as you brought up Miles, Miles being like you're you will hurt many people like this Mm -hmm. is very bad. And she's just like, talk to the hand because girl ain't listening. And I'm like, come on, man come on we are better than this with our characters the story is better than this with its characters yeah it just it just kind of becomes it's very much the Carly Flag Smasher treatment as you well, said well
1: yeah and she doesn't but she doesn't have the excuse that honestly even Flag Smasher has which is that the super soldier serum could you, could make you a little crazy like you know Otto had the arms that were, were driving him up the wall because they were the way that they incorporated him yeah I know what <laughs> oh, I said yeah. i know um so like you know he had the arms that were that were influencing his decisions um sure you know heightening his anger um uh, uh, carly had the super soldier serum that you can conceivably say probably did that wanda had the dark hold like there's the all these narrative reasons that could explain a character going off the edge that, that 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 tinkerer finn does not have
0: Right. In fact, they have the counter argument stuff, which is that, like, of all people, they should listen to Miles because they have a long and trusted relationship. Yes. Which you've been watching unfold in flashbacks. Very well done flashbacks. And it's like.
1: Man. Why do we have to all do right. that? Yeah. That said, though, and, like and the like, ending is very amount- cinematic.
0: Oh, no, it is. Absolutely. And there's an amount where like you're going for that feeling in a sense because you want the tragedy to hit. Yeah. But the problem is that the tragedy feels a little bit hollow when it's like. I mean, she should have been able to be convinced, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> Like this this shouldn't have gone this way. <laughs> logically.
1: Also, there's a like I like her sacrifice. I think it's a good sacrifice. I think it's a good moment that they share together. And you could have had that moment in a different place, though. Like you don't you could have her dying and it, like Krieger kills her or something. You have you could still have that moment.
0: I think even the same same way, like if if Krieger sent a thing that was going to cause the the whole thing to blow up. Right. Yeah. Uh, And and had ramped it up and it got out of control and Miles took it and then she saved, kept him from blowing up the city. Like that would have worked very bold of them to take the uh, the ending of the first season of Heroes and apply it to a video game. But I thought it was good.
1: Oh, my God. You're right. It's just a whoosh. Explosion <laughs> comes, flies them up. Man. <laughs> yeah, I like, but like outside of that, like I I do I, I like the kind of one of the things that the first game does really well is that there's that New York feels like a character. And then this situation, like Harlem feels like a character. Like you you get very much like and a, people and
0: a, and a different character
1: from the yes. first game. Which is really nice, and you you get the people that you've met, that you've interacted with, that you've helped through the app or through the just various things. you get these people at Roxon for the final battle, and you and you know like, okay, you it put, gives a face like these are the people I'm saving, and they're and they're helping him on, and they're and they want him to succeed. And I know his mom finds out that it's miles, but does the rest of them do?
0: The rest of them, the rest of them, meaning rest of them, who
1: the rest of the people that were in that crowd watching him fight, watching him drain the rocks on orb. I know his oh, mom yeah. finds out. Right. Uh, but his mom already knew. That's right.
0: Because she finds out after um, Finn beats his butt at rocks on before that. Right. Um. So she's like she's she's being protective of him in that moment. I think a couple people see his face, but they don't necessarily know who he is. Right. Um. But yeah, so she she's the one who goes up and like, because doesn't she? It's been a bit. Doesn't she like only refer to him as Spider Man?
1: I think when so, she yeah. goes up
0: to him, rather than as Miles, and like helps him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like covers covers his face. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming back to me now.
0: Yeah, I thought uh, I thought they did a good job with the reveal to his mom. I thought that was really well done.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they did. Me too. Um, you know it kind of again kind of creating these differences between um miles in the uh, you know miles and peter is that you know aunt may we find out new on her mm-hmm. deathbed and right. and we don't get it's not going to be the same situation here but also one of the things that i do also really enjoy is kind of how miles has been adapted now none of the adaptations of miles morales have been a one to one Mm-hmm. um they're all they're obviously inspired by the original ultimate comics that he was in but sure. peter's dead in those and so every yeah. every time when we get peter involved in miles which we've had now twice um they've had to rework the origin and i think they've done it in a really good and organic way that keeps true to why miles is such a unique spider-man right and uh, not just like as far as powers go but as far as like who he hit, who he is as a person that you're able to bounce off of the you're able to bounce him off of Peter. That you. That you didn't really get the chance to in Ultimates because he mm-hmm. because Peter was dead.
0: Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. Um, yeah, I think that, that they've done a good job giving him that while not taking Peter off the board. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Uncle Aaron. Yeah, I do think we I think they do a lot of great Uncle Aaron work. I think we do rush through some of the Prowler stuff a little fast, specifically Mm -hmm. like the 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 uncle reveal and all that. It it just moves a little too quick um, in the story. It's a little bit of an afterthought
1: almost. Yeah, it does feel more like a side mission than because he is part of the main mission, but it feels more like a side mission.
0: But it, and it does until it gets to the end of it. Right. Yeah. Until it gets to that final moment where he's confronting him. And. Um, I'm looking for my notes specifically on it.
1: It's uh, a good suit, though. When you do the it, it is. It's
0: a, it's a great suit. I really do like it. Um, yeah, you get the you get the uh, fight between them, uh-huh. um, which is him trying to. It's It's really excellent with the uh prowler saying like she's not you know this isn't worth it why are you doing this like prove to me that this is this is worth doing yeah um and i think that's all very good uh just like the the like it doesn't feel like the prowler acting out of being a villain it feels like an uncle acting out of fear that his nephew will die
1: yeah i agree i, I <coughs> really i really like the that the kind of going going back to like the spider verse uh parallel where that, that that's it kind of what we also had with into the spider verse where prowler you know saves miles his life right at the expense of his. but but like the the different in dynamic that I
0: like there is because like what you get here is and I didn't I don't like necessarily how it's built up and again like we rush past it a little bit but like you get the prowler playing against miles yeah. you know that you know that the prowler is is working against miles um and informing on him uh and then the prowler helps him get out of Roxxon yeah after after having betrayed him cuz he felt bad But um, that's all still keeping him in like this villain role. And that's how Miles sees him like he's being villainous. But when it gets to the fight, thankfully, it doesn't get the same Finn treatment, right? This is not the Prowler just being a bad guy in the game. This is more importantly, Uncle Aaron being concerned that just like his brother, his nephew will die. Yes. Doing this kind of thing. And that's why he's fighting. And I'm like, that's such a better, more interesting angle for him than if he was just working for Roxxon in this he's like I just gotta do it and like and fight mm-hmm. Miles and, and I'm really glad they didn't go that route because that's where I, w- I was afraid we were headed
1: yeah no I agree with the, I agree with that there's also the scene when we first meet him where he figures out that Miles is Spider-Man
0: yes that's very good
1: it's a very good he scene figures it it out like, very
0: quick. and Miles he's like, is like wait what <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: Like, you're my nephew of course I know who you are
0: yeah um I really like the way Miles turns to Aaron for advice with Finn specifically. Yeah. Uh, and how uh, Uncle Aaron helps him to unwind with the music that he was working on with his dad. Mm-hmm. That That's a part of the story element that you get to play with. Um, that's just a really great scene. Uh, that's that's when I was like, man, I really hope that we're not going down the shitty prowler. Just I'm a bad guy because I'm a bad guy. vibe yeah. <laughs> because I was like this, this Uncle Aaron shit is really, <clears throat> really good um for me i thought that stuff frankly was uh better developed and then paid off than
1: finn's i agree um, with that but i would but i was still so happy to have it the ending where uh there's the bit on the church in new york i don't remember the name of the church but the when when the church that finn and miles meet on after the reveal that miles is spider-man um mm-hmm. and then you get like at the end when he leaves the science project on the on that spot. I thought that was really sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that the the goodbye Finn moment, I thought that was really nice.
1: Yeah. Um
0: I really like that uh again like closing off Uncle Aaron's arc. Uh at the end he flips on Krieger. He informs on him. Yeah. Um which gets Krieger put away which I thought was really good because he believes in miles enough to do that. Yeah. Uh yeah I, I'm very curious about what happens with the underground from here. Because we're really not clear on what they are as an entity without Finn. That's a good point, yeah. So that's why I'm like, are, are they the paramilitary in our next game? Do they... Like, they don't just disappear. Like, you got that many people doing using this kind of tech. They're not just going to go away, even though their leader is gone. Yeah, but it's right? also like,
1: implied that Finn isn't necessarily their leader.
0: Yeah, that's weird, but not clear. Yeah. Because, like... Finn might not be their leader, but Finn also built all their toys. So it's like. And everything, everything that they do seems in service of Finn's goal. Yeah, this is a this is a little bit of the problem with the writing of the game of like, it is never clear. And this is the same thing happened in Flag Smashers. But like, I feel like here it's a little more egregious. Like, I don't know what what the goals for people who are in the underground are. Like they as far as we are given narratively, they're just whatever Finn once
1: yeah finn wants them to take down rocks on they'll take down rocks on but outside of that exactly. what's the point
0: right and i think that's a little bit of flaw because i i don't i don't have clarity on what really the underground is as an entity aside from finn
1: yeah i just remembered the um the underground headquarters was in fist tower Yes, that was I really appreciate going back to a location and having it changed. So seeing all these things that you were in when you were Peter, but different was fun.
0: Yeah, I thought that I thought that was cool, too. Um, Yeah, I just I just hope that if we are going to do the underground again, I hope there is some more clarity on on what exactly they were. And if they're not touched again, I'm kind of always going to be like, I don't.
1: All right, I guess. Who is Who would be Okay so you need You need a paramilitary group You need a mafia And you need a big bad So in Spider-Man 2 Big bad is probably Venom Yeah So who's the mafia group And who's the paramilitary group Or are
0: they the same
1: Or are they the same
0: Um, I mean I feel like the sleepy answer is Fisk Probably like that Fisk just buys the underground. I feel like that's the. That's not necessarily the wrong way to go. They are no. building Fisk back up for a return. So I could see him buying off the underground. Yeah. Um, I just hope that there's something slightly more nuanced to it than that. Yeah. I agree or they that. really think about how they're writing it. But it feels like the underground is primed to still be around for the next game. That there'll be some of the forces we're still cleaning up. Mm hmm. Um, one way or another, just because Finn is all we lost of that. Yeah. Nothing else about the underground is gone.
1: So we'll see. I agree. Um before I think we're wrapping we up. Talk,
0: we didn't talk about the bridge scene much, but I think that bridge scene is incredible. The rescue yeah. it, it was it was one of the main focuses of the the trailer, but um, just an incredible scene.
1: The whole thing of trying to save all the people and it's, it does play like a quick time event, but like trying to save the bridge, the trying to save the the, the bridge pieces and uh, the bus from falling, like all good stuff. And then when you, that's also the scene where you discover you can turn invisible. Right. Which is fun. Uh, I want to speak on the mural. The mural. The yes, mural the that which, Haley's making. Yeah, that Haley and her dad are making of <laughs> just Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. and then they add Miles, and I thought that mm-hmm. was really cute. Yeah, I did too. I thought that was really nice. I really um, like, and you get a suit in that sequence also, that the people of Harlem made you a suit. <laughs> yeah. Good I
0: suits. Like all the,
1: good suits. I, I, yeah, I was about to say, I like all the suits. All the, the suits are mostly original to this game. There are some from the comics, some of variant mm-hmm. covers, um, but most of them are original to the game, and I think they're all really great yeah i'm I'm glad that they're
0: they're showing that they're going to be creative with their own suits because obviously like most spider-man suits are in the first game for peter so like you're gonna have to come up with some stuff for the next one
1: i wonder if if you'll get to move mm -hmm. the suits
0: i've wondered this too we'll see i feel like it'd be surprising if they didn't bring some of them over but like you'd have to you'd have to have access to them pretty much right away yeah like, like you shouldn't have to re-unlock a suit that's the same unless it's like a an updated, different look.
1: Because we've even got to the point where now years later, like it was like last year that they added the Amazing Spider-Man one suit, didn't they? No, uh, I
0: believe last year they added the No Way home suit.
1: I don't think they've added the No Way home suit. Is that is that not it? I don't know. Well they've added they added something recently. Um and like I I really like the Amazing Spider-Man 1 suit personally. So like I would love to see some of the suits that they've recently added like the Tobey Maguire, the Andrew Garfield, the, obviously we'll probably get the No Way Home, probably both of the suits from No Way Home um ported over in some way. And I'm not just mentioning like there's some really good suits in in that first in that first one that would be really fun to play as.
0: i mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I can
1: Yes. Oh, we also uh, have it. A...
0: No, it was the No Way Home suits. Oh, it Spider-Man, was the No Way Home suits are in Insomniac Spider-Man Remaster. So the so the remaster of the original Spider-Man game does have uh the No Way Home suits. I'm trying to see which one specifically. Um the upset the backwards one, right? Yes. The inside out one? Yes. Uh it's going it's the black and gold inside out mm-hmm. and the red gold and blue Iron Spider suit from the end they're both there. Okay, yeah.
1: So those were the suits that were recently added. So like what you got to you've got to port some suits or else you're not going to have a lot of suits left. Right, exactly. I hope they do. I like those suits a lot. I liked playing as a lot of them.
0: Yeah. Um I think they do a very good job with all of that. Uh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm stoked. I hope I hope even though like we're getting both Peter and Miles, we still keep Miles supporting cast as well in the next game. Me too. I want I want gank. I want his mom. I want um, Haley still around.
1: Me too. I, I think that we. No offense to, to Peter, but I think we've lost some people in his supporting cast now. <laughs> oh, put... Yeah, we just we really just
0: have Mary Jane. Miles yeah, was we... part of the supporting cast, so like that that ports over. So, yeah, I hope we I hope we
1: keep some of these characters. Well, there's um, this game also has a bigger role for um Gloria from Feast.
0: Yes, yes. Who's now kind of
1: taken over. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like I thought that character.
0: That was really good.
1: Yeah, I like that we kept that going. Kind of, kind of. We're feast is still important, even though now both May and Mister Negative are gone, uh, and like Gloria is the one that who was a good character in the first game is now kind of the one who's like really pushing for Feast to to be this be this thing again. Right. Um, I hope she continues to be in the game. We have Yuri. Mm-hmm. That thread's got to be wrapped up probably in the next game, right? No idea. Yeah, I think we'll probably. I think we'll we'll see a lot of Miles in supporting cast. I hope so at least.
0: I hope so too. Um I hope we see Aaron again.
1: I hope Me that too. comes around.
0: Like like I I really hope that like a lot of the stuff here sticks around because I I think like In some ways, I think emotionally, like as far as like the world and Miles' connection to it, we we nail some things better here than we did with the first game, Um, and I hope some of those things linger.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of plot points that they're that they want to carry over. Like we talked about Fisk, like Fisk is clearly being set up for for some sort of comeback, even Um, if it's
0: not the next game. Fisk will come back around somehow.
1: Yeah, so I, I do think that like. I hope that even though we're going to get the two of them, there's still enough room to continue to have the same kind of character growth that we had here. Um, I can even see like you know, maybe maybe there's a world where, where you can choose to play as one or the other, Let me just play the Miles narrative and you just play the Peter narrative. I don't think that's necessarily how it would be, but that would be cool to kind of just be like, you can choose like the path you, you go on. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. What's happening that next game though?
0: Yeah, uh, should we talk about the Osborne post credits
1: tease? I forgot about that. <laughs> Altogether. Yeah. Jesus. Yes. It's though because you're Harry in the tank. Yes. Oh.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so it looks like Harry will be Venom.
1: I had figured after the last game ending, because like the, the ending of the last game also teases uh, that whatever's happening with Harry, Venom is involved. Yeah. Um, Like, that's cool, man. You want to make Harry Venom? Cool. I might be misremembering. I feel
0: like that was a plot point in um, Spectacular Spider-Man. Am I that wrong? That Harry became Venom? That Harry became Venom. I thought that that's what
1: what happened there, maybe, yeah, we get, yeah, Harry, Harry wakes up. At the end of this game, Harry wakes up. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if we're gonna get Harry not venom for a while in that first game, and then we kind of slowly he starts losing control. You mean in the next game? in the next game, yeah,
0: no idea., uh, yeah, it could go. It feels like it could go either way, yeah, i I suspect. The way that they seem to like to make these games, I suspect we encounter Venom a lot, and then midway through learn that it's Harry.
1: Oh yeah, could be. Not we did that. Us
0: to know, not for us to know, but for the characters to know.
1: Right, because we've done that now twice, technically. Not necessarily. Like we weren't fighting. We weren't fighting Octavius, but like, yeah, we we were throughout the game. We were we were fighting Octavius's
0: machinations. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then tinker or we don't find out. Yeah, it's a good point. We might it, it might be I, a deal.
0: I, I think like they might do some interesting story stuff because like they want us to know that Harry's Venom. Mm-hmm. But but as far as the characters, they probably don't find out until like midway through.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I like this game a lot. I I, I cannot wait for the second one. Cannot wait for. More of this world. Yeah. This is a very engaging Spider-Man <laughs> universe that insomniac has created
0: yeah i think i think it's a little like the only reason people really seem to refer to this as a pared down game okay i like it's it's two things it's the time and into like that you would put into the game and then um as far as playing it and that a lot of the a lot of the mechanics were there's new stuff here but a lot of it's porting over from the original Mm -hmm. slight like like it is like a half step to the next game Mm mm-hmm but it feels like a full a full game in its own right.
1: Yeah. There's a like it really there...
0: does have the full experience. I, I feel like it's a a little bit of a a slight for anyone to say that like it's a it's a lesser entry just because it's
1: shorter. Yeah. I think that there's a, there's been a lot of <laughs> there's been a lot of parallels made to Uncharted four point five, essentially. Like I think it's called Lost Legacy. Sure um where you don't play as nathan drake you play as chloe uh and another character you met in four um and like that's kind of just like we're just putting new skins on things and that was meant to be a dlc and that became just a smaller game but that's not what this is that's not a full complete narrative with an emotional core there is one there is some good emotion there's some good there's some good narrative stuff happening in that but this feels like a short there's a short game, just a short game that has a that has a, a beginning, middle and end with an emotional through line that you are invested in with these characters. Um and outside of just what happens with Finn towards the end, like I think it's uh just as good as the original.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be willing to to agree with a lot of that. For sure. Yeah. Shall we get out of it then? Yes, I suppose so. That is uh, as as good a conversation, I think, as we can have, as far out from playing it as we both are. I think if we got an hour out of that. That's not bad. That's not bad for two people talking about a game they probably last touched a couple months ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> far longer. Um, <laughs> let's see. Hopefully Spider-Man 2. I'd like to review Spider-Man 2 and God of War Ragnarok. Hopefully those don't take that long, but we'll see. Well, it's all a matter of how
0: quickly can people play them? And when can we coordinate the time to record
1: about it? Yeah, it it is tough, but we did it um, and I'm happy we did. So that'll do it. So, okay, I guess I'll do the outro stuff. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel. Does Ben do this at the end of his shows? Yes. Yeah, Mm. good for him.
0: Not like not like a lot of it, a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, guys, this is Basement Arcade Pause Menu. This is generally not a show that that Sparks and I do. Uh, Sparks has been on this far more than I have. Um, but we did it. We talked about Spider-Man, Miles Morales. We've talked about some other games, if you want, like Spider-Man we've talked about and God of War. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of other Basement Arcade Pause menus without us. There's yep. so many guys.
0: Yeah um odds odds are that there's a good chance that you listen to the show regularly where Ben does cool and interesting interview stuff and we've actually hijacked it for this review of a game you probably didn't want to hear about right now
1: and <laughs> one that Ben has not played <laughs> one that Ben has not played or he'd be here too yes so uh i hope you did get some value out of this anyway and i'm sorry we hijacked your show um listeners and ben but hey uh suck it uh i'm <laughs> on the i'm i'm the board as we established in the last week's episode
0: <laughs> brandon <laughs> board mcclure
1: <laughs> um so uh, of course you can check out all, all the other base i K pause videos which are r- really great hey this is an award-winning podcast they're there they're, they're there there's a reason um you can check out some of our other shows like fickner's watch where uh we're going through a couple shows uh Obi-Wan Kenobi has probably been recorded by the time this goes out, right? Mm, mm, could go either way. Yeah. Um, well, that's coming soon, then. Kenobi uh, Kenobi
0: is in our atmosphere. Stranger Things is in our atmosphere for fake nerds watch.
1: Yeah, Stranger Things is a little bit further out. Uh I mean it's close though. I know, <laughs> but it's
0: like also coming out this week. Those episode legs are gonna that's gonna take a while to get through. That's gonna take some time. <laughs> um yeah for sure so you want to hear like ben your usual host and and our friend ryan uh we get together we're gonna do fake Nerds watch we got kenobi we got miss marvel we got uh stranger things all those on the horizon um the boys Umbrella academy they're also coming uh a yeah. lot of shows so if you would like those shows go check out that um we also recently discussed moon Knight, and there's some star trek shows going on they're always getting talked about
1: Star Trek: Strange New Worlds is the latest one that I've been going through with a just a little podcast co uh, host co host Cookie, um, which has been a lot of fun. Of course, this house uh, there's also Basement Arcade. Um, how's that coming, by the way? Except for there hasn't been a new episode in a while.
0: Yeah, well, okay. Like Basement Arcades take the longest time to edit, sure. um, so uh, it's it, there's some some amount of like gutting to set in. What I'd rather do is like get more recorded and built and then released more regularly rather than like sporadic here's an episode all right quiet for a couple months so I'm we'll see sure.
1: okay uh well there are some episodes recently of Mortal Kombat X two yes X1 uh Mortal Kombat X you're
0: asking me like what episode it was Yeah uh I think we are we have three out and we have two more coming
1: cool uh so yeah stay tuned for that um there's of course other video game stuff if you're interested in video games uh this we we've done a few of them ben
0: is is playing with grayson live if i'm sure he plugs that but if you want to go watch him play through mario stuff on grayson's channel um go do that yep uh
1: elden ring recently also elden ring there's of course also animation station and fichtner book club um and our mothership show the fichtner podcast the Fichtner Podcast goes live every Sunday, uh, where you can check out the general co-host of this of this show, Ben, um, where he and the rest of us, as far uh, including Ryan, talk about other things. This coming episode, or this episode that has just been released, or whatever this goes out, was just Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. and then coming up is a discussion on all of Pixar's movies. It, and if you didn't know, we did one on all the video game movies. So think of that, but with Pixar. So a much better output. But uh, uh, before Sonic 2 came out. Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Not Sonic 2. <laughs> Not Sonic 2. Sonic 2 on Paramount Plus right now. I'm, I think we're going to go is watch it really? It. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go watch it today. <laughs> oh, no. I have to go um, to work. <laughs> I really want that steel book. Oh, it's nice. I know. I really want it. That's a good one. Did you get, did you get two, one for me and one for you? Uh Uh-huh. That $28,000 is looking really good right now.
0: Does it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Anyway, we should wrap um, this up. Yeah, we should. That's, that's that. That's that's you've had it. We, 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 that's that's all you get of us giggling idiots hijacking Ben's show. Next time you see the Basement IK pause menu, will be Ben once again while doing an interview, most likely. Um, yeah, you're probably also going to do a, you guys are probably scheduling a quarterly, right? Or a yeah, half-ly. We're, we're
0: working on it. We're working on it. I won't, this is Ben's thing. I won't announce yeah. that, but um, there's stuff coming. Pause yeah. Ben and I have talked about some pause menu stuff that's
1: on the horizon cool uh we've got shirts and we've got a patreon you can find those links below i'm sure um our website fichtnerpodcast.com uh Fickner Podcast on all social medias i'm a bc on, on instagram and twitter if you're interested in me if you liked hearing me talk about about this thing uh, on the show that i'm not on um you can check out my screen rant work where i write for screen rant um i do some some marvel stuff over on atomic and i edit kaijuramamedia.com, all of which you can find uh somewhere on my social medias at bt mcclure um sparks
0: uh you can find me desperately trying to find my way back to the lands between at sparks witty on instagram and twitter S P A R K Z witty that's an elden ring bit it is
1: yes all right and until next time wait what does he say
0: unpause uh, unpause
1: unpause